Hi, and welcome to A Special Hope. I'm your host, Sarah Brody, and this podcast is all about hope. This is the very first episode of what I hope will be a long-running, successful show, and I'm so glad you're listening. Before I get to my first guest, I want to tell you why I'm doing this. On my way home from a conference for special needs families and ministry leaders, I was making small talk with a fellow conference friend, and I was asking what podcast he was listening to. I had just recently gotten into listening to podcasts, even though they've been around for years. Then it hit me, what if there was a podcast for families and ministry leaders, just like the conference we had just attended? I specifically wanted to focus on telling stories, stories of families caring for loved ones with special needs and disability, stories of ministry leaders, both in the church and in the community who are trying to care for these families caring for their loved ones, who are being inclusive, who value each individual as one created in the image of God. I wanted to know and share with you their special hope in their lives and in what they are doing in ministry. I have a heart for building relationships and helping others to build better relationships as I try to do that as well. Relationships within the family unit, with friends, in the church community, and within the social community. How can we encourage parents if not by hearing their stories of hope? Stories of how things went wrong and what we can learn from it, especially if we're trying to minister to, and more importantly, with, those families. And stories of great joy so we can celebrate with each other in those victories. I have no desire to speak ill of churches or ministry leaders or other people who have had a negative impact on our lives. Rather, I hope to tell these stories in a way that helps others to do it better. I've spoken with ministry leaders who are asking for help and resources, and I think hearing from other leaders who are doing ministry, whether children's or youth to specific special needs ministry in the church or community outreach, hearing from others who are doing ministry and life with special needs families is encouraging and helpful. Hearing from the families themselves will give leaders a better idea of how to minister to and care for them. The podcast is entitled A Special Hope as a play on words for special needs, but it also points to the truly unique and special hope we have in Jesus Christ. We have hope in Christ that one day all things will be made new, as it tells us in Revelation 21.5. But until then, he is also making all things new now. We still live in a fallen world with sin and suffering. We struggle to find joy some days. But even in the midst of pain and suffering, there's still hope. Not that families living with disability only ever suffer, they don't. There is beauty to be found. There is great joy in this life, this different than we expected life. And that is where we find hope. Christ grants us strength in our weaknesses through Him. He gives us comfort when we are hurting and companions in our journey. He gives us joy in the pain and immeasurable grace when we fall short. The podcast will air on the 1st and the 15th of each month. I hope to be able to air weekly shows starting in the fall, but for now, we'll start out slow and steady with two shows each month. I'll be interviewing a different guest for each show. I have guests who are parents of children with disability, many of whom are authors of books about special needs, and I'm excited to share those resources with you. I'll also be talking to ministry and community leaders from around the country as well as Canada, and I'm excited to also talk with my son, Sam, for some of the episodes as well. He's excited to talk to you too. So without further ado, I'd like to welcome my very first guest, 
Samuel Brody. Sam, welcome to A Special Hope. Thank you. I'm. It's nice to be here. <laughs> well, I'm glad that we're finally doing this, so I'm mm-hmm. really excited to interview you. Are you excited for your first interview? Well, not really excited, but you know, it's, it's cool. It's cool to be here. It's cool. It's cool. Okay. So I know I'm your mom and I know all of these things, but tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. What do you like to do? What you're good at doing? What you don't like? Uh, Tell us all about you. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I am an autistic person. What I mostly like to do? Um, Well, I'm a runner. I run cross country and track and run in general for practice. And I got friends that run with me. Um, I like playing video games, especially Super Smash Bros. Great game, by the way. You should get it. (laughs) And um, a lot of other things that I'm good at or what I do. um, Okay. I like to watch movies and videos. And I'm a a Christian. I, I believe in God. And where do you go to school? My home. I'm homeschooled. <laughs> Forgot to say that. That's okay. But I'm going back to high school next year. You are. How do you feel about that? Well, I'm really nervous because it's high school. Uh, you know, it's just a lot of hard work and studying and reading. I don't like reading, by the way. So, Sam, what is having autism like for you? I know you told me before that you wanted to be able to tell people what it's like to have autism. So why don't you explain that to us? Me having autism is like, well, I feel like sometimes if they first see it, they won't really understand me at first. But, you know, when they tell them about it, they'll understand. And me having autism kind of makes me feel like people are weirded, weirded out by it. Or How do you mean? <laughs> you know, like, what is he doing? Or why is he doing that? Or like, um, would someone that old be doing that stuff? You know, like getting upset and, and, and stuff. One of those other things, how it feels like. I feel, like, guilty because sometimes I have trouble controlling what I'm doing, you know, because I still get upset and, you know, talk back and do autism things. Autism things. What does that mean? (laughs) You know, autistic things. Can you help us understand what that means? (laughs) What what does that mean? I, I, um, like, What does it look like? Having trouble uh, com- communicating or controlling my emotions and actions. So it, I just don't like how I still do it because, you know, I shouldn't be doing this stuff. Like, I don't like doing this. I want to be able to control my actions. I don't like getting upset, especially in front of other people. And my my parents don't like it. My brothers don't like it. And, like, I don't want to be stuck with this. And I've been doing therapy for a long time, so I don't know if, like, it's, after doing all therapy, I still do this stuff, you know. 
I get upset over small things. I'm bugged by s small things. Um, I argue a lot. I'm really argumentative, and that and that all that just makes me feel bad. Hmm. That sounds like it would be hard. Mm-hmm. Sam, what do you think are some good things about having autism? What are some good things, maybe not even about autism, but what are some good things about you? Well, what do you, what do you, tell me some things that you're proud of or things that you, maybe I have, you like about yourself. Maybe I have some talents that could be minor or major. Like I'm a, a runner and I'm, I, I can do stuff. I don't really know. I can't keep track of everything that I'm good at. But you are a very good runner. Yeah. <laughs> and you went to a special event um, a year ago, right? Where did you go? What special event? Remember oh. we took a oh, big right. trip? Um, it was the Junior <laughs> Olympics, but that, that, that was when I was n not that good. Um, 2018 was probably the first year I started taking that seriously in running. Right now, I have a bad knee that's healing, and I haven't run in a while because of that, and it's freezing outside. It oh, is very cold I don't right like now. I don't like running in the cold. Yeah. Yeah, so you're going to have to be indoors for a little bit, but you are a very good runner, and you, you've been getting a lot better, making a lot of progress every week and in the races that you were running in cross-country in the fall. Are you looking forward to track season? Yes, kind of, because I don't know if my knee will heal or not. Oh, more good things about me. I I think I have a good memory and good vision, hearing. I've been working out with Dad at the church gym three times a week, and so that's something I pretty much noticed a minor change in a, one week. Like, my dad told me I noticed something in a week or two. You know, if I, like, keep doing this three times a week, maybe I'll get a big change in three or four months. What kind of changes um, are you looking for? I don't want to be skinny. <laughs> I, I don't like being skinny. And So you want to gain muscle? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What kinds of things do you do when you work out? Do you have a, a workout routine that you that you follow? Yeah, three times a week. Well, okay, so that's how often you do it. Tell me, what do you do when you work out? Yeah, we do bench pressing and curls and uh, sit-ups. And one of them is where you're sitting on something and you you pull a bar that's above you, up and down. I don't know what that's called. We We do some other stuff, but yeah, that's mainly what we do. Okay. So what do you wish people knew or understood about who you are as a person? Mainly to understand it like you guys do, you know, how it's hard, It's really hard for me to control my actions and emotions and why I, why I do this. And, um, yeah, a lot of other stuff that I do and getting upset being argumentative, and having trouble listening. That's another thing I forgot to mention. I have trouble listening. Like, you know, when there's someone in school, if there's a teacher talking, explaining a lot of stuff, and I have to do something, I, it's hard for me to follow. It's hard to, to stay on task and, and stay focused. And when I'm doing a task, it just really 
it kind of makes my brain tired because it's something I understand. I'm like, nah. and uh, I need help, and there's something I just don't understand. I can't do. I just really get upset. Like, I don't like doing work in general, schoolwork. I mean, well, you're not alone there. Most kids don't like schoolwork, so you're definitely not alone. How do you want people who know you well or who are your friends, how do you want them to, to see you? I want them to see me as an, like a good friend and for them to understand me what it's like to have autism and... You know, if I'm having trouble with something, they help me. Or if someone else is saying something about me, they stand up for me. And because I have autism, like one time in fifth grade, you told my everyone in the class about me and autism. Right. We had a an autism and awareness then, day. Um, a lot of people started to understand me. How did that make you feel when other people understood why you did things what you did? It made me feel better because I didn't have to keep explaining things over and over. Sam, what are some of your hopes for the future? What are things that you want to accomplish in your life? I want to accomplish in the future so that I don't keep doing this. I don't keep doing what I do in autism. Getting upset, arguing, talking back, struggling with things. And so you want to be able to control your emotions better? Mm-hmm. Okay. and actions and how I handle things. But what about in life? What things do you want to do with your life? And you may not know that yet, and that's okay, but do you want to go to college? What What do you want to study? What do you want to be? I would want to go to college. What do you think you might to, want to, to study get a in deg- college? To get a degree and know how to get a job, you know. I think I might want to be a photographer because... I know you can get a lot of money for being a photographer, but I don't think it's that hard. You know, is my uncle Matt a photographer? Mm -hmm. He's not a professional photographer. He doesn't do it, you know, as a job, but Mm -hmm. he's an excellent photographer. You're right. Mm -hmm. And college, you know, you guys told me it's great. You get to experience independence. Like, you don't have to raise your hand, go to the bathroom, and you get, like, your own room that you could stay in but you also have to pay for it and you have to pay for college and you have to do a whole bunch of work you have to take a huge big test and do a lot of work and you know I just think that could be really stressful and I don't know if photography is the only job I want because like what if I want if I get fired well I mean I could probably find another photography thing, but what if I wanted to do something else? Because I don't really know anything else I want to do. I used to have a dream of being a movie director, but I just thought no, that might be too hard. You know, it takes a long time. You got to get write the script to get the cast and get all the props and film the scenes and, uh, you know, get all the shots. And then you got to edit and produce Another thing I want to accomplish in the future is being a successful person. I want to get a lot of money. And, you know, at this age, I've been earning a lot of money in my wallet from Christmases and birthdays. 
and uh, like, I don't know how I'll get so much money as any other adult when I grow up. And, you know, you have to pay for food. You have to pay for, you know, all your bills and taxes and get clothes. And, um, you know, you have a bank account. If you have children, you have to support for them. And when it's Christmas or their birthday, you have to get it. I don't know if I want kids because I know they're an absolute blessing. Adorable and you love them, but... You know, they're just a lot of work, and you have to teach them everything, especially in the English language. Well, I mean, they'll learn part of that in school, but you would still have to tell them a lot of stuff. So it sounds like you just want to be just like everybody else. Mm-hmm. You want and to be able to have a job and I make money and probably, have a family. I probably do want a wife, you know, because I don't want to be lonely. But I don't know how I get someone to love me for who I am. I mean, I don't know if I could if I could do that, and you know, I want us to support each other, and uh, I want to get a good job, and I want to get fired, and I don't want to do any of that stuff. Right. So. Yeah, and I think those are all wonderful hopes and dreams for the future, and those are things that we we want for you too. We would love for you to be able to, to go to college and get a job and have a family. And I think that's something we can just be praying about, that, that God would be preparing a wife for you even now. We can, we can be praying about that now. What else I want? I, don't, I want to stay focused on God. You know, I don't want any distractions in the way. I don't want to keep doing things that are in the way of God. I don't want to put anything ahead of God. I I say I don't like, no 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 I don't like video games ahead of God I don't like running ahead of God but you know I say that but maybe maybe I do like you know sometimes most kids can think church is boring but you know sometimes I actually listen you know in Sunday school when I get home from church Dad always asks us about what you learn in Sunday school but I can't ever really tell him because. I kind of don't know. Like it was, you know, I said about it's hard for me to listen. You know, when the teacher is explaining a lot of stuff. What does your faith mean to you? Like you know, I want to keep serving God the way that as a Christian does. That's the reason we exist. Some some people like think God's not real. Like then what would be why? Then how does Earth exist? Or then why would do we live? You know. When you think about your life and you think about the struggles that you have and you think about everything that you want to do and you don't know how to do it all, what special hope do you have that helps you get through those things? Is there anything that you tell yourself that that you know to be true that you can rely on? No, I don't really know. That would give me hope to to continue as a normal person person and well what about what about Jesus how does Jesus help you how he helps me well you know when I'm when I'm getting mad or especially in my friends you know and they want to do something you know inside you just feel like I'm gonna punch this guy in the face I'm gonna break his phone but no like you know you want to do that to your actual friend but in general God just I just keep 
think to myself, no, this is wrong. Like, you are fine getting mad right now, but don't don't do anything that aggressive, like attacking or breaking. And so I I know it's right. Like, don't insult God or don't insult them. Just like you know, usually when I get upset, I, I explain to them what I'm upset about and why I'm upset, but in an, in an upset tone. So basically God helps me know to I don't do what's wrong. That's you good. Know, Satan is trying to tempt us all because some of us have a temper. Mm-hmm. You know, if you if you get sometimes if you what what if you raged during a video game and you just threw the controller at the TV? That that wouldn't be good at all. <laughs> no, it would not. Especially if it broke the TV, right? Mm-hmm. So it sounds like God does help you with your struggles. Sometimes you don't always realize that it's Him until you look back and you realize, oh, that was God helping me to stay calm in that situation. Thanks so much for being with us and for sharing things with us. And uh, I hope that we'll be able to do it again soon. Would you like that? Again soon? Like, what would we be talking about in another Oh, I don't video? know. We'll figure something out, I'm sure. Maybe it depends on what the topic is. Thank you so much for listening to our very first episode of A Special Hope. New episodes will be available on the 1st and the 15th of each month, so please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen. I'm your host, Sarah Brody, and this is A Special Hope. You can find our website at hopeinautism.com slash Podcast. also on our Facebook page as A Special Hope Podcast, and my Twitter handle is at Pod. You can also email me at a special hope podcast at hopeinautism.com. I'd like to say a special thanks to my son Sam for recording this episode with me, and special thanks also to my oldest son Benjamin Brody, who wrote and recorded our new theme music along with my husband Kyle. Please join us in another two weeks for episode two. Sam wanted to leave you with his recipe for making stovetop popcorn, so here's a little bonus content for sticking with us this long. Thanks, everyone. Tell us how you make stovetop popcorn. Okay, you turn on the stove, you put in two tablespoons of uh, canola oil or vegetable oil, whatever, and you need to put in one kernel and wait till it pops. Now make sure to have the lid on or it'll pop in your face and burn. <laughs> Roasted. <laughs> Roasted. When it pops, you put in one third cup of uh, popcorn kernels, so you watch it pop, 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 and 
when it gets when it starts to get full and when it starts popping slowly and it's done popping, you turn off the stove and move the pot to another you know, to a different place so that it doesn't burn. You need to let it cool off for a while. Then you pour it in. Now, if you want to make a double batch, just multiply everything by two. For some reason, when my dad makes popcorn, he puts in more than one kernel to see when it pops. Why does he do that? You mind if I tell him, like, what I eat? Sure. So, usually for breakfast, you know, I like waffles, pancakes. I mostly have waffles, like, Five times a week, you know, for school days. We have also sometimes cereal. I like cinnamon rolls, scones. Probably the most healthy cereal. I mean, probably the most healthy breakfast I eat is Cheerios. Cause, you know, those are actually good for you. Um, now, people say they're for little kids, but they're actually good. So, now, what I love the most is fruit. I like... Blueberries, grapes, bananas, apples, pineapple, watermelon. I like, I love fruit. I really love fruit. Fruit, 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 fruit.